coming. Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore down on the right sideline. Into the end zone, and he's picked off. Back the other way. You asked me the question for when to come back on, and literally about six hours later, it's like, oh, Baker Mayfield's around. Yeah, it was kind of perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and your initial reaction it. is exactly that, I'm guessing. The, oh, Baker Mayfield's here. Great. I just kind of laughed a little bit because literally two hours or so before, I'd been discussing on the NFL Review show as to whether San Francisco would go in for him with Jimmy G out now and like Brock Purdy did well, but, you know, do they need someone who has got a bit more experience? And, the you know, the conclusion was, yeah, they probably should. So part of me, it's like, well, for the rounds, we need someone who's healthy more than anything at mm-hmm. this point, just to get us yeah. through the rest of this season. Matthew Stafford's on IR. John Wolford is struggling with a neck injury, which is not an area of the body you want to take too many unnecessary risks in. So it's right. Who can who can just see this through, just get this done, finish it. And also potential advantage for the Rams is depending on where he ends up next year, they could get a compensatory draft pick, which at this point, I think it's safe to say we probably need. Um, and the other part of it as well is I do I do think there might be part of me that just thinks the Rams know that the 49ers probably could have done with him. They're their division rival. The Rams won in Christian <laughs> McCaffrey. They got pit by the 49ers. Yep. Why not just be a little bit petty? So you think it was um, a look- petulance, a petulance <laughs> waiver pit? I, I think it's Bites. a little bit of all of these things. <laughs> and I mean... I mean, I've definitely never said bad word against Baker Mayfield. I've always sung his praises. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. But, Most people have. It can't I get any worse. It, uh-huh. it, it can't get any worse. Don't say that. Someone help me. Yeah, wait, just uh, wait, just wait. I don't know how it could possibly get. Anyway, um, but I just think you know what? Put him in a. Well, it's clearly, although it's a struggling organization this year, it is a good organization. We know sort of culturally that the Rams have, do do something right. Um, it might it might help him. It might get him where he wants to go and live up to his first round draft pick potential. That's not quite happened so far, and it's cheap. It's cheap. It's cheap. Absolutely. Is that cultural mentality? It's a good culture at the Rams. Is that slightly short sighted? And that the the Rams had obviously the great time with Warner and everything at the start of the two thousands, and then you go into like the Jeff Fisher era, and it got very poor as a culture and and not great and and then it's been rebuilt again but adversity is where the kind of negatives could show up again i don't know i wouldn't say the rams are like a it's hard to say with the patriots obviously with certain things to do with their owner and what he did but yeah i mean like you would always say for instance like the the patriots are a well-run organization in a lot of the way that they handle things and that's a culture you could buy into i don't know is the Rams been long enough that you can sell on on it being a great culture? I don't know. I just think, I mean, I, I'm not entirely sure what the sort of. I, I like, just think it's maybe in like, like well, how it's long in the middle. To, how long do how long does the good vibe have to be a good vibe before it's a positive culture? But I think you look at the energy that Sean McVay brings as a head coach. Yeah. You look at some of the experienced players that they've they've got in there that are clear sort of leaders that guys can can learn from and, and enjoy being around. And I think that's sometimes as far as it kind of needs Neat. to go in the short term, because this is the worst Super Bowl hangover of all time. I think statistically, <laughs> no matter which way you look at it, it couldn't be much worse. Um, but 
I think Sean McVeigh sort of said on, on Sunday after last, and you know it's bad when you go, oh, we only lost by four points. Good game, guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? And really, we the Rams could have had that one. They let they let the Seahawks back into it. Um, but Sean McVeigh said, you know, calm waters don't make for good sailors. They've had a good couple of years. They've been thereabouts the last there or thereabouts the last few years. And you've got some of these young players that don't really know what these tougher times are, are like. And mm. that is where you where you get the, get the growth and you sort of toughen up a little bit and learn that grit. So I'm not. I'm not worried that one bad season is going to derail the whole thing. My only big concern is I don't like the rumors floating around as to who might retire come the end of this season. Cause I think, I don't know. I don't think Sean McVay is made for sitting in a broadcast booth just yet. I hope Aaron Donald will want to get a good season under his belt again, go out on a high rather than limp off into the sunset. Um, but you just never know. Do you? Hard to say with Aaron Donald. I think that he wants to try and see if there's a team that will have a chance next year. Because you can understand from his point of view, you don't want to be on a team that's failing and floundering because it's just it reminds him back to his early days rather than his later days. Well, you think yeah. he'd play for another team? I didn't think he would. Or retire. Oh, I see. Right. Mm. He's done everything he needs to do, hasn't he? Really. Yeah, he got yeah. that ring. That ring was the thing for him, yeah. right? That was the only thing that was kind of the only blot on his copybook when it comes to that Hall of Fame status and all the rest of it. It could be, Hannah, it could be a very different team if we have Sean McVeigh go to the booth, we have Matt Stafford retire, and we have Aaron Donald retire. It's like Aaron Ramsey's going to be like our like uh, only leader on the team now. I do think I do think Matthew Stafford retiring is more of a realistic yeah. scenario based on the injury he's got. And, you know, he's got... His wife's quite vocal on her podcast. He's got three young girls. Like you just you look at the sort of bigger picture and go, what what do you need to do here? Really? Well, Stafford's gonna be the smart guy of he spent so long grinding in Detroit, maybe never got the flowers that he necessarily deserved, even though he was really appreciated in the NFL and, and for that work in Detroit. He goes to the Rams, he gets his ring, he has an injury hit season this year. It's the perfect time to step away. Like your yeah. your legacy isn't gonna be damaged too much by this season. I think you get one when you're kind of fading and on the way out. And especially if it ends early with injury, it's like, well, he only had half a season. Maybe he could have done something more if he was fit, blah, blah, blah. So that would and make so Cooper much. Cup. We, we can't forget that bit. Yeah, That's and... a massive loss to that offense, losing Cooper Cup, who was arguably the MVP last year. I mean, yeah. definitely in my book, yeah. <laughs> no, we know that MVP one. last year. Yeah. 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 I'm with you on that one. Huh? I was banging the drum until the very end and everyone was like, no, 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 quarterback, quarterback. But Just call it the QB award and be done with it. <sighs> Yeah, well, Jalen should do that. Jalen Hurts is going to win it, and that's going to be tiresome. So. See, I don't begrudge that though, because he is having a fantastic season, and it's fun to watch. Yeah, I, it's not Hurts that's being great for the Eagles. Hurts is doing a very good job, but it's very much the system. That's Hold being on, great. Yeah, I know. Hold on, Hold on a second. As an Eagles fan, you 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 sound bitter and twisted about the fact that your quarterback is very very high in the MVP this, conversation. This is what we've got to deal you, with, Hannah. On <laughs> a week, week, week I'm sorry. You have to <laughs> like, know, Ollie, Ollie. This is right. This is the problem with British sports fans generally. I'm tiring us all with the same brush here. You have to enjoy it. No, I'm you not have allowed to, to soak it up. You are because you've you you have the bad times. You have the tough times. This is your year to be smug, be obnoxious, and just bask in the glory of what your team is producing at every level no no, no i don't want to hear any negativity because we know <laughs> it doesn't last for long it's the not for long league enjoy right. every second exactly and i did it Take for it one off. i did it for one week on this podcast i finally let into it and was like i'm going to embrace 
Eagles are still unbeaten. This is the best thing that's happening. I'm so excited. And they lost the following game to the Washington Commanders. And it brought me straight back down to earth. And I was like, no, I can't be trusted to enjoy any of this. This is what the football gods do. You show a lack of hubris and you get knocked down again. What? One loss? One loss? Hello? To Washington. One loss. Yeah, you see, the thing is... They're not some that co- bad this year. They're At least not. you lose to the Rams. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank heavens for small mercies, you know. <laughs> some fans pick teams by accident. Some picks, fans pick teams by fate. And I think Ollie fits in perfectly with the Philadelphia Eagles fan base, which are <laughs> yeah, all he does. hating yeah, everything yeah. all the time, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. So he actually fits into Obnoxious, it Obnoxious, pessimistic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Can we just finish on the Rams first before we start going <laughs> the league? Just, honestly, you look like how I should look right now. I know. I, I don't like... Based on the relative performances of both our teams. In fact, how the rest of us should all Yeah, look. exactly. Yep. Steelers, Steelers, Falcons, Bar- Rams. Oh, Falcons. Yeah, Falcons. Sorry, I thought, I thought Bucks for a second then. Um, well, there, the is, there is a Bucks. It's the yeah. yeah th- I yeah, think yeah. it threw me off last time I came on here as well. Yeah, it, uh, it yeah. throws off a lot of people. It's just us strange. Us three have genuine reasons to be wallowing in self-pity i should you know rams fans should almost be hanging their head in shame like how can we bring in the super bowl <laughs> beginning of the year and now we're three and nine and we're getting baker mayfield on the waiver wire because we were so we had such <laughs> high waiver wire priority yeah. no one else could get could beat us to the punch i don't think um, anybody else wanted him in fairness as well they probably weren't that, that many too, apart probably. from the niners that were like yeah well, well the I'd... niners apparently didn't put a claim in so see i would have said with carl shanahan i think that his style uh, and the kind of coach he is, I think he would rather poach around a rookie and use everything else that he's got at his disposal than have Baker yeah. Mayfield coming in and messing with everything potentially. Like the ceiling's higher with Mayfield than a rookie, but also the floor, we've seen it. Like he can ruin games for teams. Yeah. And that's so. and that's that thing that Brock Purdy, it's interesting, right? He comes into that game on Sunday, does a decent job. And then listening to sort of podcasts and people talking about him this week, and everyone that watched him in college and did this, like was, you know, on the scout trail and was at the combine and all the rest of it, everyone's singing his praises. So I'm just a bit like, why is everyone only seeing the positives in this kid if he was Mr. Irrelevant? How did how did that happen? And it's yeah, yeah. it's the it's the things they're identifying that are not just like he's got a great arm and he's really athletic. It's literally his footballing brain that keeps coming up. And I just think at a certain point, surely we've got to kind of I mean, look, he's only played not even one full game yet. Let's see how he is after a start on Sunday and see how what the 49ers do down the stretch. But you just think if that's the stuff that gets applauded and, and is the stuff that when you need the guy, you can throw him in and he will be successful, then how do the Baker Mayfields get drafted first overall? Like, surely there's that other side of it is arguably... Yep. Just as if not more important, I don't know. Oh, so you don't you don't think that the the draft and scouting isn't an absolute lottery and people making a sham of, of, of with a load of money going on it by just saying, well, well he's got a great you arm. Think, you would think we'd have learned something from the Tom Brady experiment mm. in the last twenty two years, wouldn't you? But, you apparently not. but hey, maybe Brock Purdy's the next Tom Brady. <gasps> Perhaps you'd, you'd have also thought we'd have learned from Zach Wilson throwing one rollout to his left pass oh, back across was... field. In his I was going to say, what about BYU Mike White? Days. Where was he drafted? And then he drafted? goes in the top 10 and you're like, oh, oh, he genuinely got drafted off one throw on his pro day, it seems like. Because then all of the other players on their pro days did that exact same throw as well. It, yeah, it's just buffoonery. We'll come to the draft at some point once we're done with the Super Bowl at the end of this year. And I'd love to get your thoughts on it, Hannah, because we've been quite, <laughs> quite heavy on the whole 
fallacies of the draft and scout. Yeah. Yeah, do you know what's interesting? I'll just say this really quickly before we, we finish off. I think you wanted to finish off the Rams conversation. They're I'm already finished, it, the Rams, don't worry. Um, <laughs> my, thing with the, my, thing with the, uh, my thing with the draft a little bit is that I sort of struggle with it a little bit because the NFL season starts and I usually have to flip gears and I head into netball and all the rest of it. So I'm always a little bit out of the loop when it comes to the draft. I love elements of it, but there's some of it that I just think it's just wild. It's like these high talented kids and then their dreams are either made or crushed and I don't know it just I almost think at this point it's almost it's, it's so much the entertainment value around it and I'm not sure it's actually as successful as it oh, needs yeah. to be in terms of actually getting look that there are some guys that come out of it that, that are great look at the wide receiver class this year but for the most part you identified some really talented kids there and they're doing great things in this league like hello Garrett Wilson and mm. um but yeah, it is at quarterback. It's just it's so hit and miss because it's it's such a difficult step up. Isn't it? No matter how good you were in college, the NFL is completely different ball game. Ninety nine percent anyway. of it is mental. Every like ex pro that we've spoken mm. to says there's like a five percent difference between every single player on a field, kind of physically, athletically, and everything like that. Everything is about the upstairs. So you almost need a shrink rather than a scout to go and see yeah. if somebody's got like what they need to kind of be <laughs> successful. Um, are you worried at all? Somebody mentioned this to me today. Are you worried at all that the Rams may be stuck with a Baker Mayfield for a bit of time as a QB? And is yeah, because as you mentioned, a compensatory draft pick is better than no draft picks, which is kind of what they're so, looking at. And there's this... been an awful lot of money spent as well. So having a cheap QB like Baker will be nice, but also it's Baker. But he won't yeah. be cheap next year. But you'll have money. You'll have money if Stafford does go, though, right? How much you do to pay goes, him? So, so you could bring in a free agent, maybe say Geno Smith or someone left the Seahawks. He might do. He's honest. Uh... Not leaving Seattle. Pete Carroll's not letting him go, is he? He's out of his contract next year. Anyway, I'm just. Denver, I'm just Denver will be offering there's, a Wilson for always... Geno trade come the end of this season. <laughs> <laughs> but you know oh how it is. Oh my god! Don't even get me started on that. Less right. Yeah, you'll you'll find someone. <laughs> so funny. Um, right. Uh, but yeah, I think I think what concerns me going into this season is what has completely come to fruition now, in that to strengthen your team throughout the season. Right. The, the Rams sort of set this new blueprint of of using draft picks and using this, using the rest of it. The rest of the league is now caught up. I mean, look, AJ Brown getting traded away during the draft. And all the rest of it, like everyone else is doing that now. Problem is the Rams have already traded away all that capital. So there's not so much they can do. I'd love to know what the Rams put the table to get Christian McCaffrey that they then got gazumped by the 49ers. I don't have I, I, I don't have that info. Mm. Um so yeah, they they're 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 weaker in that regard. I think picking up players that can ultimately lead to compensatory draft picks at this point is probably the way to go. But the draft is a huge gamble still, like we just talked about. So yeah, I think the upside is if people do start retiring, that will free up some money. But I think there's, I think there's a real chance that we could... Do you know what? My thing is this, actually, and I'm kind of this conclusion more and more and more watching, especially that this week's game's actually just gone because we saw this a lot from a lot of different teams. I'm less concerned at who is playing quarterback I'm more concerned at who, at who is meant to be protecting on the offensive line because that's where the Rams have fallen down mm. this season. That's why yeah. Matthew Stafford is on injured reserve. That's why the, the Dolphins struggled on Sunday. It's it's such a huge part of the game. 
and it is consistently overlooked. And we knew losing Andrew Whitworth to, to retirement was yeah, always going to be pretty impossible. Joe Noteboom, I think, is a decent enough O-line, but then he goes down and you've got no one of that level. And lo and behold, quarterback after quarterback is just getting sacked and sacked and sacked. So I'm less concerned with who is playing quarterback. I'm more concerned with who is protecting them because that is the difference maker yeah. i really do think and we're seeing that more and more look at joe burrow right now mm. that o-line is finally firing and he's flying again he got hit seven times a super bowl this you know back in february whatever they have made the improvements and he looked unbeatable against the chiefs on sunday that is the difference a good o-line makes i mean obviously we're not going to get joe burrow but still it kind of <laughs> doesn't you know what i mean there's an element that you, you're then putting that whoever it is yeah. the best possible place to succeed, a la Brock Purdy. Well, it's, it's as we mentioned, there's a few percent between all of these players' athletic ability. If you have an O-line that can give a guy 3.5 seconds as opposed to 2.5 seconds, you actually have a quarterback then who's got an extra second to make the vital read, plays develop, all that kind of stuff. So it makes life so much easier, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I I've, I feel that. That's why Jalen Hurts in the MVP conversation got bags of time. And because he's and he got a perfect system of RPOs and ability to hand off to Miles well, Sanders. Yeah, but... He's got. Uh, all I was trying to do there was just get a smile out of Ollie when it comes <laughs> to the Eagles, and I still fail. Look, yeah, teed it up, and he just batted it down. A- AJ, yeah, AJ Brown making reception after reception has been my favourite thing this year. I've been so happy to see him come in and do exactly what I wanted him to do, which was just decimate. And oh, I don't think Miles wow. Sanders gets enough credit. Because Hertz is great, but Miles Sanders no, is such a good grinder and he's so silently unappreciated. He's a bit like Josh Jacobs was. I, I've always thought Josh yeah, Jacobs yeah. is a good running back before this year. He's never been anything crazy special, but I think he was like a top third running back in the league kind of thing. I think Miles Sanders is there as well. They're just really good grinders that don't Quite necessarily need players, and actually, hog the yeah. attention. Yeah. On Josh oh. Jacobs, actually, can I get a sense check from you guys? I'm in a... Um fantasy football league where i did really well and i'm now in the playoffs which is a different like division you have to redraft for it which was news to me at week 14 that we were having to redraft i know wild don't like that so i got it was randomized draft order i get seventh pick out of 14 or 16 people in it can't remember which 16 team playoffs 14 16 i don't know it's a whole thing it's not how kind of thing is this Excuse me, my watch is just beeping. Give it a second. It'll no stop. worries. Hannah, are you asking if you want a sense check on whether your fantasy football league that you're involved in is some kind of Ponzi scheme or something? No, 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 it's this fine. Is, this is a league set up by John Gruden, and, not John Gruden, uh, Roger Goodell, to test the new playoff system when half the league gets in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, right. So sense check, go ahead. Are you going on mute, Hannah? Oh, you mute yourself. How about this? There we there go. You um, go. This right, is go the this is the sense check. I watched these first few picks go, and I was like, I don't know if these people have actually been watching football or are just going how off you draft the fantasy in August. So with my seventh pick, I was toying between Josh Jacobs and Tony Pollard, <laughs> and I went Tony Pollard. Am I insane Ugh. or am I a genius? Uh, I mean, I'm never going to back you on picking mm. a Cowboys player, so I'm sorry, I'm out. No, no, put that mean. aside. Put that aside. I would never pick a Cowboy, but I'm like. I'm watching how he's been performing last week and this one guy was like, oh my God, what is this pick? And I was like, well, drafting in week 14, mm. I'm looking at who's hot now and who they're playing next. What are yeah. you looking at? The cakewalk yeah, schedule I... is yeah. very nice for anybody in that division. So, But exactly. Pollard is still going to have to share a bit of time 
I would have taken Jacobs. Not that but... much as he used to. And also the thing with Jacobs, though, he'd be the lead back. He does have harder opposition coming up. And he did have his biggest game. So you think that his highest point is going to be gone. Yeah, I think gonna he's be... he's going to be able to be the running back who's also going to make receptions out of the backfield as well. So he's going to get you that along with rushing well, that's TDs. That's what Pollard does. Pollard just breaks breaking tackles. He's unstoppable yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Anyway, I, I it's mean, just a whole interesting concept. Who else did you take? Just out of interest. Oh, this was my. This is a two hours per pick thing, and it's it's still going. So I probably should have my phone in, in case I'm back off. Oh, jeez. This is crazy. <laughs> this is what? Guys, the original draft for the original league before this bit of it was eight hours pick. Eight. But if it's hang on, if it's two hours though, aren't you going to be drafting? In the, are there going to be people up at four in the morning drafting for this crazy league? Well, they pause it overnight, but I wish they didn't because I actually get up at three thirty in the morning, so I would have advantage of Johnny cleaning <laughs> on it up whilst everyone else is on auto pick. Nice, that's mad. That's ridiculous. So, how many? Have you, is that only your first pick? You've only had one in so yeah. far. Okay, how long yeah. until your next pick? Like six hours or potentially (laughs) potentially 12 potentially not till tomorrow morning unless people pick quite quickly okay so so we're not going to get the next pick on while you were doing the podcast or anything like that no i'll I'll grab my phone just in case this is going yeah yeah go on (laughs) just think it'd be quite fun that's crazy i've never heard of something so i get frustrated having to wait a minute and a half between picks yeah Yeah. i think there's a i think there's a good middle ground isn't there because i find like a minute it's like two two hours i would just overthink it to as well, well I think I, this is the thing after I went for it on Pollard, I was like, I might have been overthinking this. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably. You know? That's a good point. I, I had too much time to like go, mm, 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 mm. yeah, yeah. Um, I, if, I need two more people have picked after me. But what if the so. Falcons bring Mariota back into the equation? Then you look at the last three games of the season, oh my goodness, yeah. You're like, I'm just looking at the strength of schedule <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> Like Rayman. Anyway. Yeah, that's yeah. You're doing the Zach Galifianakis card counting kind of yeah. pictures, aren't you? <laughs> very much, very much. Just, I'm writing all over these walls. <laughs> well, you're moving house anyway, so it doesn't matter. It's fine. New owners need to give it a lick of paint. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> oh, Ollie, while it's on my brain, you brought up uh, AJ Brown and how much you're enjoying watching him this year. Yeah. Every time AJ Brown scores a touchdown, I get a message from our mutual friend Prince, uh, saying how upset he is. But the last one I had was he mostly sends gifts to me that's how he communicates and it was uh from star wars episode three okay. just saying you were the chosen one with the, <laughs> la- the lava in the background is this friend of yours a titans fan he is, he is yeah, and he's he very is. he's very upset about so i think he was he i was messaging him today about john robinson getting fired which sort of i mean aj brown's so good he's getting gms on other teams fired let's put mm. it there yeah. that's how you do it <laughs> yeah well I, and the, the sad thing is is that aj brown even in, like in his press conference and media stuff after the game was like yeah i, I didn't want to leave there i, I didn't want to leave no. they, they threw me out of the building the coach didn't and want i had to, to and i had to grow to up leave. and it's like well good i'm i'm so glad that they wanted you out of the building that was fantastic <laughs> sorry aj I think, but i just think it's wild that it took until they played him to make them realize what they'd really done. Like, surely yeah. they knew that was the yeah, bad yeah, call yeah. back in April. And well, then they definitely knew it was a bad call in September and October and November. And then he runs right <laughs> over them. They go, yes, yeah, someone should probably lose their job for this. Like, well, it's I, been I nine thought, months. I, I figure what happened, Hannah, is that they had a monumental fight after the game where he basically yeah. did like the biggest, I told you so, for probably the 10th time. 
And then Robinson was like, fine, I'm going or something similar. And he was like, well, yeah, get out. Yeah. Because there's no other reason why it must be a personal disagreement that's just been simmering because they're top of the division. They're going to the playoffs, the Titans. Like they're not like a team in disarray or anything. They're playing okay football. Like there's no reason why you would fire your GM in December otherwise if it wasn't a personal falling out. So I'd love to be a fly so on the wall and have watched that like conversation, but it, um, from a kind of there's, all, kind of there's also like there's there's no reason to go out and draft a guy who is meant to be the same as the guy that you're throwing out of the building yeah, to bring to in. That. Like it's all oh, nice oh, saying no, no, Traylon no, no, Burks no. and everything. Like oh, we're gonna get a younger version of AJ Brown. It's gonna cost us nothing because Brown was wanting like hundred million dollars or whatever it was. But if you've got the guy already, I know, this is the I whole know. thing. Like why we were talking about the Rams last time we spoke, Hannah, about yeah. how, look, you, Crazy. the Rams went out and went, he's good. We know he's good. He can play in the NFL. Let's have him in our team rather than risking it on drafts. That's exactly what the Titans didn't do. They went, oh, no, but look, we can get younger, stronger, better, faster and cheaper. cheaper. Yeah. Oh, but then we, in April, we, we sat here and said how that was a really clever move because if they picked AJ Brown 2.0 for cheaper for younger, for less miles on the clock, then actually they probably made their team better. That's literally what we said. That's Not a big if, isn't it? Yeah. It is, but that's what the, I remember the analyst said, and that's what yeah, everyone I was, I was in I on the AJ Brown in Philadelphia. Pretty bad, yeah. I, I'm, not, kid, I'm not sure I'm I would have been bad. too, especially with my history of not liking no, Ollie, the draft. Ollie liked it. Ollie liked the pick a lot. He was like, I don't know why we've got AJ Brown. I'm happy we got him, but it sounds like they've picked for someone else that was the exact same thing, so we could have done the same thing as well. That's literally what you said. I'm going to have to go oh, and check okay. the tapes. We'll have to rewind that. Please go back check the tapes, but that, that doesn't it. sound Controversial. like me. That sounds exactly like what you said. Jazz just quietly <laughs> bringing the receipts. Like, I have receipts. That's what we do here. Oh, Jazz has got multiple receipts. Don't worry. for. I'm mostly fascinated by Jazz's dressing gown. Oh, it's a rocky one. Yeah. It's also kind of Steelers, also, Steelers, Steelers colors. colors so. Yeah. It's also very cold. I mean, it is so. freezing, yeah. That's the reason why this is on. I got just, called Hufflepuff just, once it, as well with it. <laughs> yeah, it just looks very. I don't know it's just like a bold style choice. I like it. Hmm. I mean, that's, that sounds like you're throwing some shade. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, I'm yeah, just yeah, like, I'm like, just like the color and the, the yellow piping. I'm just like, it's yeah, jazz, so jazz. I love it too. Yeah, that way to. You know, hey, you're a real unique individual, jazz. Seriously. You're a real unique individual. You know, you got to blaze you know, a trail I try. for yourself. I'm just expressing myself. Just expressing myself. <laughs> yeah, it's unexpected and joyful. Yeah. <laughs> so I imagine everyone worked at home with Zoom, just kind of not dressing up at all and <laughs> as, as comfortable as possible. And uh, uh, jazz in general is unexpected. Could you honest. get That's jazz fair. to come in on the her huddle in studio shows just so that he could wear this sort of attire during it at some point? That sounds like a good. I one. mean, look, jazz. Do you have an inspirational and, and um, groundbreaking story as a woman in the NFL? Because if so, yes. I'll get back to you on that one. Okay. <laughs> it's not a no. It's not a You're no. Saying it's not that a no, no. As long as you've got a story it. to tell, we if, can make it happen. If you've seen Jazz and his missus try and watch American football at the same time, that is groundbreaking and inspirational, that's for sure. That, that is we... true. Trying to explain that, that the whole way through is yeah. a, a challenge in itself. That's rough. Um, okay. Well, look, you 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 seem quite happy and content. I thought I was going to get a more frustrated... I can't believe it's Baker Mayfield, Hannah Wilkes coming on this. So I like that you're being quite positive I mean, about the whole thing. I think, honestly, Ollie, at this point, 
early on in the season, I was angrier. I yeah. was more frustrated. I was disappointed. Mm. I was a little bit hurt at this point. <laughs> I just have to laugh and you won the super bowl last year i would kill i I wouldn't care if the falcons were bad for five years after i still got this we still won this one yeah (laughs) like that's quite dusty actually that's very dusty that looks pretty dusty you see those those super super bowl memories they 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 fade very quickly i think is what you're saying they gather dust quickly apparently Ooh, good job I am moving. I need to clean this house. Damn, that was a massive metaphor for this entire conversation. <laughs> and All we right. have gone full circle. Uh, no, I just think at a certain point you just kind of have to go with it, right? I mean... Mm. Not Ollie. He's always yeah. upset. He's always unhappy. But... Yeah. Ollie, yeah. you need to sort your... I'm going to sound like my mother. You need to sort your attitude out. You need to fix your attitude. I, I will get there eventually. <laughs> Look, I will... I'm, I, I can't... Oh, I had a chat with Richard Graves before this, which has really made me it's never a great anxious. Oh, oh God, how smug is he right now? I've been so avoiding him. Yeah, I mean... Now, again, like your mother, you've got to stop hanging out with that guy, Ollie, because <laughs> he brings you down. <laughs> he really does. Uh, he's He said that, you know, one of the reasons he isn't going to be applying for accreditation for the Super Bowl is because he doesn't want to be there when the Cowboys are there so that he can, you know, not have to be a professional and can just enjoy Hubris. it as a fan and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, it's, it's starting to make sense because the Cowboys are looking really, really good and I they don't are. like it. I, I kind of had to, like, take a deep breath and publicly out myself was on the Cowboys hype train a few weeks ago because I was like I'm enjoying I hate myself things like I'm mm-hmm. enjoying watching these Cowboys yeah. it hurts me but They're I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying now, what I'm seeing um I think good for, good for them look whether they could do it come January I think there's some great memes going around like the life cycle of the Cowboys season and they're at the bit between like playing really well and bottling out like first week of the mm-hmm. <laughs> um playoffs which is you know highly likely uh, but no, okay, it's, it's good. For, I think, I'll tell you one thing I have found. When your team is terrible, it's actually really liberating because you've got no yeah. skin in the game when it yeah. comes Enjoy to it. the playoffs I, and the Super I found Bowl. that last year, yeah. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. So you can just kind of enjoy it. You can just enjoy the teams that are doing really well rather than thinking, oh my gosh, we might have to beat the, them at some point or they could really derail us. You're just like, they're playing really well and they're playing, playing really well. I've got no it, skin in this game. It, I just it want does show you. It does show you, Hannah, that like maybe we should all just not be fans of individual teams and just like just hand in our jerseys and just watch the sport. But I couldn't do that. Especially so. with like, especially with being UK fans and so often it's like, well, how did you become a Falcons fan? How did you become a Steelers fan? Why the Eagles? Why the Rams? And just like, if we just went, I'm just a fan. I, I root for all 32 teams. Mm. <laughs> I know, but if I met someone who was just like, oh, yeah, I'm just a fan of the sport, yeah. instantly I'd be like, who the fuck? Do you know who would hate that? Ollie. <laughs> Ollie would yeah, hate that weird. with a passion. Yeah. Oh, I just yeah. love the game. Oh, good. Great. Yeah, I love it too, but I actually back someone. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I would actually, think they would get I'm, this. I'm willing to get my heart broken. That's how much I love it. So you know, much. there's always yeah. a risk yeah. in love, isn't You're there? Right. A... You're right. When you That's love truly, you know there's a risk of pain at some point. Oh, I, I would and respect... that is why you have to pick a team. I'd so, respect yeah, somebody I... if they had real, like, hardened views on players that they love and hate. Because if they love and hate different players, I can kind of get on board with that because yeah, you may not fun. have had a yeah. reason to choose a team. But you might be like, but I absolutely love yeah. watching you know, Lamar Jackson run or I absolutely hate Deshaun Watson for every single reason under the sun. You know, that sort of thing. So like, I can kind of yeah. get on board with that. But yeah, if, you, if you're if you just a fan of all 32 teams, then I'm not like 
yeah, that's the that's thing a is as well. If you have particular feelings on certain players, that tends to then make you want to like the team because you want them to win, so you like the team to win, and then that starts to slowly bleed into supporting. Yeah, the team, actually. But, yeah, yeah, you're but right. But you could like a you know Justin Jefferson, but then really appreciate like what Josh Cousins. Allen does in Buffalo or. I love Baker Mayfield and the Bengals look really hot right now, but I also wish they had the run game of the 49ers, that kind of thing. Like I think what you're, show, what you're saying is you need you need some element of hatred there. And if you're not going to get it from like <laughs> rivalries in your division and stuff, you need to hate some the Cowboys. players. People. As well as it's probably, it's probably healthier to hate, get that. hate divisional rivals. Like no matter, how, no matter, no matter yeah. how well, no matter how well, the Cardinals ever do in life? I, no, no, yeah. do not care for them. Will not care for them. the 49ers now that they're sort of really going through some adversity. I can kind of get behind them a little bit, but I'd still rather not see them in the Super Bowl because divisional rivals. Yeah, same you... with the Seahawks. I like a lot of the Seahawks players, but also they're still the Seahawks and they're a divisional rival. <laughs> Who do you enjoy yeah. watching this season? Oh, uh, I enjoy watching the Bills generally because I love Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, Ollie doesn't. Have you heard that one before? <laughs> he not? likes watching him now. He likes. Yeah, I, 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 I was just later to the party because I was more discerning of his talents. Mm, discerning. Listen. Well, I mean, not look, discerning he's still, actually. He still can be spooky, and he'll still throw some interceptions. But he's a wild card. Know, yeah, I think he's more consistent than obviously he has been, and I just think when you're making those kind of plays and, and playing in that style, you are always kind of opening yourself to getting picked off occasionally, but it's sort of, you know, no risk it, no biscuit kind of thing. Mm. I, I'm enjoying watching the Bengals as well this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they just like off that sort of slow start where we're all a bit just like, oh, okay, maybe not this, not maybe it was just a fluke last year. Now I think they've really sort of found their rhythm. They're looking really good. Uh, I am enjoying watching the Cowboys, which pains my soul. Mm. Uh, I'm enjoying watching the Eagles. I'm, enjoy- I'm more of an NFC person, I think, actually, generally, than an AFC. Right, because um, there's so much less talent in that. Yeah, <laughs> which is because you said you said two FC. You said two FC. Yeah, the Bills and the, the Bills and the Bengals. Um, oh, hey, look, I always enjoy watching Patrick Mahomes as well and Travis yeah. Kelsey because that's just ridiculousness. Um, and I'm also finding as well. I was having a discussion actually with the Her Huddle WhatsApp group the other day. Um, I get more and more appreciation of Tom Brady. As he gets older, you know, he's a patriot. Everyone, no time for him. It was boring. Mm. With him at the Bucks, there's been times this season you're like, you should have just, you should have just stayed retired, Tom. That 40 days should have just married. stayed like you. Well, <laughs> those things might have been related. We can, you know, probably shouldn't expect that in private life. Yeah. Um, Stay but then when you see him do what he did this week and come from 16 three down to win the game with like five minutes on the clock you just say we do have to appreciate this because you don't we're not going to see this again um so yeah there's a fair few teams i'm I'm enjoying watching this year i am enjoying watching the eagles i really am um oh and the lions i am loving the lions offensively defensively there is nothing to be excited about they're getting better they're getting better on defense they're right it was been... a low bar, wasn't it? I think. Um... <laughs> yeah, they're average I think now. Maybe... Which is a big in- increase. <laughs> I think. Gone from I think maybe. To I think maybe at my core, I might just be a massive Jared Goff fangirl. I just want good things for him. Like you got to feel for the guy, right? Yeah. He he got to the Super Bowl with the Rams. He was inconsistent, and I don't. Well, I'm kind of back to it, but watching every third down from sort of like behind a cushion because it was always hairy. Not a lot of fun. But you just think, 
He got replaced. His team immediately won a Super Bowl. That's got to hurt. Yeah. Um, and now he's gone to the Lions, which are a fun team. There's so much energy in that locker room and from Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. And they're scoring so many points. I know. Well, he's so done enough to keep fun. his job, hasn't he? Which is really, he is really oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. He's not like, got a lot of personality you... or anything, but he seems like, you know, he's nice. He's a, do you nice know I think guy. he just wants to play the game of football. That's all he really wants to do, isn't it? So it's the thing he is better than average at. And so that is what he... <laughs> He wants to do. And I think it's interesting when we talk about the draft and you think, you know, the Lions will still have, I think they've still got compensatory draft picks from the Rams for the Stafford deal and, and all the rest of it. And you think, well, are they going to go in high for a quarterback when they've got a perfectly ser- serviceable guy that's doing well on their offense? Or do they build somewhere else? So I think, no, I think... I the, think the, they keep him, yeah. They've got so I many holes on defense. you got those picks in the first round, use them there. Yeah, exactly. So they're fun to watch too. I'm just, I'm just all for big plays and, and fun offense because I got, I've got no team to root for. Oh. <laughs> it's it's more fun to watch that as well. It, it's far easier to watch a really high-scoring offensive game that's going back and forth than a, yeah. I think than a Broncos if it's a, Ravens ten nine. If, if it's that kind of low-scoring just bad football basically or if it's a defensive tussle that's when if you if it's not that's your fun. team yeah you need a team then if it's your team you've got skin in that and you're still in it for otherwise that's yeah fair. well it's like that rams patriots super bowl where it's like loads of people said that was really boring but if you cared about either one of those teams you were like that was pretty edgy until nail biting yeah. it wasn't that honestly i had no nails left because it was like it was so low scoring and such a defensive tussle that any any moment of offense was going to win the game and that's what it came down to it was like it was a you know it was so tight one moment of brilliance and you'll win the super bowl which is exactly mm. what happened when cooks um, is in the back of the end zone open and goff throws that one downfield and like the breakup comes in at the last second it was like that was the one that was like that was the one that was the one jared you, you have one job yeah yeah i was watching that in the press box and um all professionalism went out the window repeatedly <laughs> the point i was actually sat with gravesy and then DC, who writes for the, the Sky Sports website, and at one point they're both like, "Honey, oh, you need to calm down." I was like, "I can't." <laughs> <laughs> so this year, I didn't even bother trying to sit in the press press box. I was like, "I'm just gonna fangirl on just... my own, <laughs> crushing crushing beers in the back of the stand and watching the game." Yeah. I wish. No, I actually went baldy, so I got baldy commentary whilst watching the super, watching team on the Super Bowl. That's the way to do it. That's cool. That's mm. cool. So is he just giving you the yeah. inside nuggets on why everything happens and develops for a reason as it's going? He on was just. Of... He was basically calling the play before the the play happened. Oh, really? It, was, it is remarkable. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, it's remarkable. Yeah, I love that. Um, so he had, like last drive. Oh yeah, last drive from the Rams as well. He's like, it's got to be cut, got to be cut. I've got this video on my phone actually where I'm like, I was filming it and all you can hear is Baldy going, cup, 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 cup. In um, fairness to Baldy, there was like 65,000 people in the stadium going, it's going to cut, it's going to cut, yeah. it's going to cut. Yeah. <laughs> By the third time, we were like, how are the Bengals still not? <laughs> Someone needs to queue in on this at some point. It's fairly, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, 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 like, it is remarkable. He, like, he literally looks at the, the field and goes, this is what they're going to do. On defense as well. It's so That's impressive. Cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, I'm jealous of that. Very jealous of that. Um, I had something to ask you, and I've completely forgotten what. Oh yeah, there was. Well, I was going to say there are like eight teams in the. Somebody put up a couple of different power rankings online, um, and there are literally only about eight teams that I kind of enjoy watching at the moment in the NFL that I want to see in the playoffs, and the rest is kind of like cannon foddery type thing. And like, I don't want to see Washington in it. I don't nope. really. Mm. 
The New York Giants are too one-sided, so I don't really want to see them in the playoffs. Like mm -mm. Dallas, for some people, will be an interesting team to watch in the playoffs, so I have to... The thing is with <laughs> Dallas, you can see that Graves has got in my bonnet with this one, is that if... And I could... He didn't say this. This is what I've been thinking for the last couple of weeks. If the Eagles weren't 11-1, and one, I think so many more people would be talking about the Cowboys. I think if the Eagles had lost mm. three games at this point, the same with the Cowboys. The Cowboys are on such That's a hard. massive upward trend, a bit like the Bengals are, which is now why they're getting that hype as well. It It's so lucky that the Eagles are 11-1 and one for everybody that the Cowboys thing isn't popping off as much as it was. Otherwise, Stephen A. Smith would be dominating the headlines, going head-to-head -head oh. with Michael Irvin every single day in like, the opening lines of the week or whatever. But like the Minnesota Vikings, they're so... I, I'm still not sold on the Vikings, and I feel bad, and I feel like I must be sounding like a Debbie Downer to Vikings fans, despite their record. And, and Kevin O'Connell said, when you win 10 games, you, you've, you've, you know, you've, you've basically done your job. You've, you've won 10, you're in contention. But I just, I'm still not convinced by them. Well, they've, they've because won, it's all so... such close games. Yeah, They're not exactly. all in one score games, which is yeah. great. The fact they have finished them, but I think eventually they have had a pretty easy schedule. And their main schedule is, I think, relatively easy off the top of my head. But I think at some point against the the proper big guns, that is going to catch you out. Like mm -hmm. I don't see them. I, I'm, I'm pulling it up now, actually, as well. Lions, Colts, was remarkable. Giants, Packers. I think the Lions Bears. might actually beat them on Sunday. The I Lions would not are be surprised. In that game. Mm. Yeah, the Lions are favourites, and I. I don't think it would be a surprise, but it's like Which is, bet on the Lions. This, so. The shocking thing with that is that Kirk Cousins in the six p.m. windows is lights out. You put him in prime time, he can't do it. So you, it's all well and good than winning the regular season games. You put him in prime time, the playoffs. It's not going. He's happen. won a playoff game though. He has won a. Oh, he's won one. Great, forgive him. Yeah, but he has. But like, in their game three. against the Jets, it's more than this a lot weekend, of QBs. I did. In the game against the Jets this weekend, he went one of eight on his first eight passing attempts for four yards then right. they had three drives that went for 235 yards and then nine that had netted a total of 53 so it's just like so up and down yeah and i just think it, that is unsustainable and it's yeah. i mean it's a good jets defense the... though as well that's a, like you kind of give them a pass on that in that like the jets are a really good defensive unit. That but it's shown so ability high to adapt. and low. It's yeah. not even just like a little dip. It's so extreme. It's like, oh, we're getting four yards from our first eight passes. Then mm. we'll get a low and then we'll do nothing. Like, it's I think just he's kind so of always, epic. I think he's always been like that though, Cousins. That's what's always stopped him going to like being a consistent like top 10 guy. He just can't put, he can, he can put whole games together, but then the next week he won't put a game together. Or he'll put a half together and then he won't put the second half it's together. Just, it's just, just... Not, it's not worth the money he's paid. I think it's overpaid, to be quite frank. I yeah. think as well, like when you look at their team, some some of the better teams they've played have really figured out how to contain Justin Jefferson. And when they do that, mm. they it's really struggle. Yeah, it's yeah. game over. Um, so the Jets only allowed him what, like fifty yards this week or something? Yeah, like he can't. He it, is like? containable. Well, that's because um, they've got Source Gardner, isn't it? Right. So he's going to be the like rookie of the year, probably. I think he's allowed something. I was listening to around the NFL podcast. They they gave some crazy stat about him allowing like fifty eight yards in man coverage this year. The whole year, yeah, I think he's the top uh, yeah. corner across it's the board something... in all the major stats. I was going to say, important. yeah, he is the best corner in the league statistically. That is disgusting. Isn't it mad that the, the Jets have got the Jets have got two potential candidates for rookie of the year because Garrett Wilson's got my vote. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, Garrett Wilson's a really strong contender. So is Chris mm. Olave. Yeah. So they're both yeah. Ohio State boys. Yeah, I like Olave, yeah. yeah. Imagine how good uh, Garrett Wilson could have been if he'd had like a decent quarterback as well throwing for him. I mean... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that, but that is the trouble. I don't... Like, if the Jets could pick up just... If the Jets would be better with a Baker Mayfield at this point, I reckon. Which is a really, like... Yeah. Hmm? I think Mike uh, White's better than Baker Mayfield. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's not really a drop-off anyway, at no. least. You can I, I, that meadow, Ollie. I'd take a Baker over a Mike White. I'd take a Baker over a Zach Wilson. Uh The Jets would be Mm. great with like Jimmy Garoppolo. They would be, or or with Kirk Cousins. Like any of those kind of guys would be. Guys who just manage a game and get you through. I really feel for Jimmy G as well, you know, because I think he's had such a tough time this season. You know, he was benched behind Trey Lance. Lance goes down really early. He's playing well, I think, as well. The last month or so, like, you know, the guy can get the job done. He's such a sort of negative rap and then just another injury because he's a struggle so i I, I feel for him this time that that he might have a chance to come back in the playoffs but i think yeah but it seems like they were like seven eight weeks and that would put them in at least the divisional round maybe the conference it's like are they going to make it that far without him probably not i know i still think they're interesting what makes their defense is so Mm. Yeah, so it's got to be defensive player of the year currently. Yeah, yeah, they are. Un- they are unreal. I don't trust them you- with injuries as well, though. They're not. They always seem that's to get injuries. The they yeah, do as well. get they were hammered with the ravage. I know. I just they're feel like, the like they're gonna... of, at the NFL, yeah. just constant injuries. <laughs> well, like the Eagles. Oh, so no, the I think Eagles the Chargers get ago, that. Like... I think the Chargers get that. The Chargers are. I was. I actually was going to say that the Rams might be the new Arsenal of the NFL. The Rams is just a one-off. This This is just a really, really bad. Like last year, we touch wood, were pretty healthy. Yeah, I I was thinking more like lovely stadium fans that leave early, fans that only care about winning. Not yourself, but the fans in LA, the ones I was speaking to. Well, I mean, it all kind of fits, doesn't it, with old Stan coming in? Mm. But like. Yeah, I mean the the Rams fans that I, I met in in LA for that Cardinals game, eight minutes oh, yeah. left in the fourth quarter, people are starting to. Oh, I'm out. I'm going. But you know I'm why? Going. It is an absolute nightmare to go away from that stadium. Traffic. Yeah. That doesn't help. <laughs> it's an a- absolute shambles getting away from so far. You get eight games a season though. No, I've never left. But, but you know what? But this early. is but this is the thing. This is the thing, guys. That's how we would. think of it. But. People who live out in the states with season tickets. I know loads of people that I, I have a. Uh, I know a guy who's a Green Bay fan, grew up in Wisconsin. Him and his friends will have season ticket. He's literally said to me, "If you ever want to go to a game and you're over, just let us know because there's always someone that's not bothered about going." I'm like, "Really? You get eight games a season?" <laughs> and he goes, "Well, it's like all day, and sometimes it doesn't quite fit." So, so to us, it's like, why on earth would die. you not be there every single one of those eight games? Ugh. Packers fans it's are the worst. Different. It's different. And it's not just Packers <laughs> fans. Like I know a few people that like that. Like it's right. you know, you got your season ticket, but Packers fans quite... are the worst though. They have annoyed me this week with their we the, we've won more games than any other NFL franchise. Well, I mean, it does help when you've been around longer yeah, than forever. All... Like well. <laughs> your done. post on that on Instagram made me made me laugh. <laughs> but then it's it's similar to a lot of the records Tom Brady's getting now. It's just like, well, if you play the game for long enough, you will have the most of a number of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except that the Packers don't have like the standalone most Lombardis. Like Brady has the most Super Bowl wins, so you have to give him that yeah. credit. And like 
they're having such a bad year this year, Packers fans, and like that team. That's why they're clinging on to it. But that's why they shouldn't be clinging on, and they should just be miserable. Why can't they be miserable like everybody else when our teams are rubbish, and instead they have to like claw at these like little or when your team's Ollie, You're still miserable. Your team's winning. <laughs> Look, I'm always miserable. <laughs> okay, it's, it's just always the miserable. word. So that's yeah. nothing new. <laughs> it's so frustrating. Rain, shine. Enjoy it, because next year you might be where I am now, and I get. I doubt you'll take it with as much grace and calmness as I am, if I may. Pat myself on the back. Yeah. Also, the yeah, trouble is, is that if I get overexcited about it, then people say, oh, stop being so blah, blah, blah. The Eagles aren't good. Cakewalk of a season. Really easy Hey, you schedule, can only play your schedule. That. You could only play your schedule. Yeah. True. What are you going to do? Go, oh, actually, we're really good, so can we have some tougher opponents? Of course you're not. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> actually, I kind of would like a couple more better tests. Like, I'm actually kind of grateful of the Cowboys yeah, game yeah. coming up just to kind of get a view of where we're at. actually I think at. I think I think like, I that's where the Titans before, win was nice you're gonna you're gonna lose against the Cowboys in a couple of weeks time and then you're gonna beat them in the playoffs at some point like, uh-huh. and it's gonna be great I'm gonna see your happy <laughs> you little do, face you do want to lose a few Smiling games in November I think because I know like, like the Bills for example they lost a few in November their fans are freaking out so I know now is the time to lose some games to learn some lessons to make some changes and then you're yeah. good come Mm. January, like you do want to work out some kinks. Yeah. Nick Foles lost those two games in the regular season before going into the bye week before the playoffs, and then he came back and was an absolute beast in the playoffs. Yep, exactly. exactly. Get got to get a couple of losses. You learn from the losses more from more than you do from the wins. Yeah, I learned it's really embarrassing to lose to Washington in prime time. Who does that? <laughs> Especially when Heineke's buying Jordans. Every... What do you get for a tie if you buy Jordans after every? I win? think he's doing one each. One of each, maybe. Oh, he's got a blue one and a red one. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what this actually? This I don't know about you guys, but this really made me laugh. I think because the World Cup is on at the moment, because we played the USA in the World Cup, I'm sort of more in tune with how much Americans cannot fathom the thought of a tied score in any sporting <laughs> endeavor. Oh, yeah. So after nil nil thing, they're like, "What's the point?" And then the way they're talk like they're talking about about that tie between the Giants and Washington, I'm like. I think, guys, it's a tie. Like they're quite unique in these in this sport. So in a way, you'd think that they'd get would talk about them more in the NFL because they're so rare. But no, it's just like, what's the point? Like, well, everybody loses. I'm just like, huh? It's just very. I find a very interesting cultural difference. Yeah, I kind of. I'm pretty glad that America is out of the World Cup now. That Twitter was like yeah. kind of unbearable. For, Isn't it uh, funny seeing the all the NFL? They were in. Wasn't it funny seeing all the NFL bots? You know, suddenly tweeting about. Oh, and really like, badly as well. Like terrible takes you? back in your box. Yeah. yeah, it it turned me turned me against people that I liked. So I'm glad that I'm glad they're gone. And <laughs> I hope they don't feel day? the same way about me. Uh, well, Josh Potter was on my radar. To be honest, uh, I don't want to <laughs> don't want to call him out. It's like one of my favourite comedians and a friend <laughs> of the show. But his tweeting over the World Cup was uh, yeah. There cool. was a weird arrogance, like the Americans with the World Cup thought they were going to go like really far to the point that that was very irritating very quickly because they're still yeah. only the USA and coming like, at England because yeah. they drew with England and they did play better admittedly but like England just destroyed that group overall and then also, just buried Senegal like I don't know I just also don't know about you guys the more, and more you look back at that USA match the more I'm convinced that Gareth Southgate sort of wanted a, a dull draw just to test some things defensively like it's all starting the way that it's kind of gone like okay maybe it was all part of the plan to play in such a dull fashion (laughs) that's always the plan with england most international tournaments isn't it play as badly as you can hopes as quick as you can (laughs) yeah um yeah the the soccer thing was 
was weird and i'm glad that that's done but did you go were you at wembley for the tie between washington and cincinnati many years ago no i was not so that that's really fun talking to like players after a tie when you're like how do you feel and they're like i don't I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. know. I didn't win, but I didn't <laughs> lose. I've literally never been through this emotion after a game in my entire life. Like high school, win or loss, college, win or loss. <laughs> this, uh, and we traveled all this way to not feel anything. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Weird. Uh, okay. So those are teams you like, who's making the playoffs then, Dave, you wanted to do that before we went. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you want to, um, should we start with you, Hannah, or do you want to think about it for a couple of minutes? You've got my whole, like, well, seven, well, there's 14 teams. 17, yeah. Yeah, just seven from each. Yeah, but I mean... In no order. Some of them are already kind of decided in a, a few divisions. It's not as okay. daunting, you know, it's going to come down to I'm those I'm going to pull up the standings for reference, because I don't want to miss anyone for by sure. mistake. Yeah, 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 we, we did, we did that well, before yeah. we started. Um, right. a heads up. Okay. Oh, thanks for the heads up, guys. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, nice to tell you, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I nice did. To tell I told them two minutes before the that I wanted yeah, to talk great. about it. So, uh... Uh, okay, so the, the Eagles are going to playoffs, and you will be happy about it, Ollie. Yeah, I, I will be. <laughs> as are the Vikings because they are ten and two. Yeah, and as are the Buccaneers because the AFC the NFC South is terrible. It's trash. Yeah, it, very likely to. Yeah. Okay. I would like to see the 49ers hold on. I think they will. To the NFC well, West. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I think they just about will. Which means I don't think the Seahawks will have a wild card spot. The Cowboys will have a wild card spot. It's that it's that it's last the one. So the commies, isn't it? See, this is yeah, the but thing. It could, right? I, or Detroit, it could be the Detroit Lions. Is sneaking up. Mm. I would love I would my heart is like, go on, Lions, just get yeah. a wild card. You'll blow out in the in the water cricket. It'll be fine, but just get there. That is what we love to see. Because I think yeah. it'll be way more fun to watch than the Giants or the Commanders. So that they is could, what I'm hoping for. Their last three games of Panthers, Bears, Packers is... If they get they a win, win this those. week and They've then win beat those the three... Got to beat the Vikings and they could, they could do it. Yeah, they so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go all in on the Lions just in, yes. in blind hope. Because that's what I want to see. Okay. I like, like that. that. Yeah. Better with um, your heart. Yeah, very much with the heart rather than. So the sorry. Head so you've got you've got Seahawks, Cowboys, and then Giants and Commanders miss out, and the Lions are in. Yeah. Giants yeah. out, Lions in. Okay. Yeah, just That's just cool. for fun, guys. Just yeah. for fun. I like That's it. how I feel as well. Yeah, can't, and they can't have fun just... in the NFL. Oh, oh. The <laughs> it's, oh. it's meant to be fun. No, we want no to entertaining. No fun. Oh my league, god! Probably. This is right. This is my pet peeve working in sport generally actually is when people lose sight of the fact that sport is entertainment we watch it because it's it's meant to entertain us yes our hearts are in it and it can be crushing at times but it is meant to be fun so let's try and enjoy it please ollie why is it giving um, me so much anxiety then fun things don't give me this much anxiety <laughs> one thing i will say this might actually bring you some joy ollie is the cowboys strength of schedule i think is pretty hard is it i don't think give me an insight into NFC. your that gave me an insight into your Christmas, Hannah, where you're like, everybody needs to have fun all the time. <laughs> We're going to play charades now, and it's really fun. The rules fun are to help fun. people have fun. The, rule, the rules control the fun. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, in the AFC, yeah. this is where it gets really interesting. So Bills and Chiefs, Bills and Chiefs, Bills and Chiefs. 
done. I think the Chiefs will probably end up with the bye because of their strength of schedule. They've got to play like the Broncos twice. Um, they've just got an easier run in. I had it written down from the other day. Hold on. Who's the that. Who's the Bills' last games? Because that division is not sewn up yet. Just oh yeah. So the Chiefs have got the Broncos twice, the Seahawks, the Texans, and the Raiders. So the Seahawks Fine. is the only the... potential challenge for them there. And what about the Bills? The then? Bills go Jets, Dolphins, Bears, Bengals, Patriots. See, that's not that's mm. tough. That's, that's not nasty, in the bag. Yeah. That's, That's not nasty, in the bag. Yeah. Divisional yeah. games abound. They've got to beat know. the Jets. They've got to beat the Jets and Dolphins. They've this week. They've, they've got the got Jets to... this week and then Dolphins. But yeah, they've got to beat them because they lost him. They lost them earlier this season. It's going to get nasty if they, if they lost both of those games. That division is yeah. going to be wide open. Blown. And then they've got the so, Bengals away as well, which is not. not I wouldn't want to play the Bengals in Cincinnati right now. Um, so ultimately, when it comes to the AFC, the Chiefs are getting the bye. I think. Yeah. I do think the Bills will be there, and I think they'll ultimately win that division. I do. Mm-hmm. So do I. I just, yeah. I can see, I can see the Dolphins and the Jets both getting in their own way, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um. So Bills and Chiefs. I mean, the Titans are going to win the AFC South just because who There's else? No one else to challenge. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Much like what is it with the South? It's the same with the NFC South. It's just like well, you've got like, the Bucks are going to get a home Terrible. home game in the playoffs because who else? Um, it's the Titans to be that the the AFC North. I think it will be the Bengals ultimately. I think yeah. the Ravens. Lamar Jackson's hurt now. They're still struggling. They cannot figure it out in the red zone. So I think the Bengals will win the AFC mm. North. I reckon the Ravens. I get a wild card. Um, so I think so. My division winners: Bills, Chiefs, Titans, Bengals, Wild Cards, Ravens, Dolphins, and probably the Jets. I think kind of different order to how they are now in, but I can't see the Patriots doing it. I can't see the Chargers doing it, and everyone else is sort of with a losing record at this point. Mm-hmm. The Raiders are the only ones who could like surge and maybe figure it out because they've been better the The last few weeks. Just looking at the Chargers last games though, they've got the Dolphins this week but after that I mean, Titans I think you could say they're reasonably equal. Titans and Chargers at this point. And then Colts, Rams, Broncos. You could see four wins from five. Like Thing is, the Chargers, yeah. I don't think any team's scared of the Chargers right now. But no, Apart they don't from maybe like the Texans, factor. you know? Yeah. They're just not a well run team. Like they need a new coach or something. I, I don't they're know. They're not play- they're not making the most of Justin Herbert's ability. Right yeah, now. I, I don't know. Think, I don't think that he's got crazy. so much talent, that kid, and I just don't think they're playing to his strengths at all. It's um I'd love to see the Jets in the playoffs. Yeah. That would be a really nice story, <clears> wouldn't it? I'd like it to would. see the I'd like to see the Dolphins bottle it. Agreed. Uh, I'd like to see the Jets really the like the for, for Rob Salah's sake because I think he's a great coach and I think he's mm. a good egg and I think it'll just be it'll be a really good step in the right direction for them. And if they can do that I this agree. season with the quarterback struggles, it puts them in really good stead going forward. And if the Dolphins nosedive at the end of the year and bottle it, they'd be the bottle nose Dolphins, which would be great. <laughs> 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 That's great. And we all need that pun in our lives. I mean, so... I did enjoy it very much, <laughs> yeah. actually. You know, I, I don't disagree with that. I think the AFC, when you look at it, it feels like at the start of the year, we were like, oh, what's the AFC going to be like when it comes to the playoffs? It's kind of like, wrapped there's up. There's so many good teams. 
it does feel pretty wrapped up. When you went through it there, mm. I was like, yeah, it's not really. I can't see anybody poking into that. Group, so I'm gonna really. throw a spanner so... and have harp overhead. I think the Steelers no. might just oh, break it no. in. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you for why. What the Steelers are gonna the sneak in? Let me finish. Two two games into the Ravens. First one with Lamar Jackson. This Ravens. Yeah. Second one, maybe Lamar Jackson comes back, but he doesn't do very well against the Steelers. The Panthers. Right. The Raiders will be the game that decides whether one of those two teams makes it. And then we have the Browns to finish off the season. That's they're all winnable games. But do you think yeah, you're going to win all of them, games. though? You're going to lose one hey, of those. I said least, before I the bye week, we're going to finish winning all, every table. game afterwards. Yeah, We've only lost one that. so far. So I still like think, I still have that belief that we're going to do it. I mean, Mike Tomlin's locked in if you saw that video on social media. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> so good, that. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, so that would put you So that would put you at 10-7, 10 10 and seven. Seven, which would Probably be enough, I would have thought. That would knock out either the... You'd knock out the Ravens. You'd have the Yeah, you'd knock out the Ravens because you'd have the head to head as well, wouldn't you? I'd be, okay, then... I'd be okay with the Ravens getting knocked out for the Steelers. Yeah, I'd be alright with that. I just don't see it happening. Just that defensively they haven't been they've been better and good still because they actually have a second. But you barely beat but the Falcons. You barely beat the Falcons. That's fine, you play down your position. Uh, do you though? No, that's not what good teams do. That's not what the Eagles do. Not always that's true. not what the United teams of old used to struggle against the relegation teams and smash yeah. them. Yeah. In fairness, the Eagles only beat the Colts by a point. We like we played pretty mel pretty close down to them. Hey, I mean the Eagles only ago. beat the Lions by not very much at the start of the year as well. Yeah, that was the start of the year. All bets are off on week one. You can't judge anything mm, okay. by week one. It's the longevity of the season. Yeah, I um I don't know, I'm not convinced. I'm throwing that, that out there and if it happens, well I don't I think that to be fair, right, the Steelers are watchable now, which is something you couldn't say at the start of the season. That's true. And you're looking good on both sides of the ball. Pickett looks decent, which is really nice to see. I think you've got a lot to be hopeful for, but the idea of you win in the last five it's a push. Uh, that's, I think it's a, it's a big. Push. I mean, I, the, but I like the optimism. Two weeks ago, I didn't think we'd finish with a, a winning record. Yeah, I now think we will, mm. and so that's still a massive win. Bearing in mind we were at what two and six. Guys, so easy. So easy for you guys with bad teams just to enjoy it and get optimistic blindly oh. and stuff. So easy for you. You haven't, <laughs> you haven't got a clue what it's like being at the top of the mountain when everybody oh, wants do, to take Ollie. you down. I do, and do you know what? I was smug and enjoying guy. it this time last year, and you are missing an opportunity, my friend. <laughs> Look, the Eagles are going to take the 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 bye going into the playoffs, and I think that's a huge game changer. And do you based on last year? Because I think it's actually a bad thing. No, I like it. I like Depends having that bye. I think the Eagles especially would do well with that bye. Just yeah, to, it does just depend to on the team. Right. It depends which team comes in and plays you. If you're playing against the seventh seed that's had to win, say it's the Steelers had to win five games to get in, and they're starting to get on a roll, they may be a dangerous yeah. team to have coming into a one seed that have had that time off. And got a bit cold. Well, Team like the, the Lions, still slappers. All like the Lions, yeah. They could do the same thing. Come on. I think I've got a Jared Goff's jersey somewhere. I'm going to have to dig it out. A Rams one or a Lions one? <laughs> yeah, a Rams one. You get Not Lions. a Lions one. Obviously. <laughs> I was going to say, you still, get the Lions one to match up. Got his name on the back, and it's 16 on it. I'll show my support that way if they make it to the playoffs. I could yeah. see, I could see Seattle pipping the 49ers now with Jimmy G gone and not yeah, really knowing I what's can. happening with that. Um, I think the 49ers. I think which I think. In that scenario, the 49ers will still get a wild card spot, though. I think they'll cling on yeah, for yeah. a wild card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the 49ers and the Seahawks are coming out the NFC West, I think. Yeah. 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 You writing off the Packers completely now? Uh, you've gone. Yeah. Yeah. 
Are they not already out of it? I thought they already were. I think they're probably you uh, could, technically you not could consider them the still in the hunt with five games to go and five wins if they get to like. But they've got eight losses. Nine and eight might sneak like, them in. Yeah. Although I'm loving the Christian Watson growth and development. That's been fun to watch. The only high point of the season for them, really, isn't it? Mm. Well, that it is and a having the point. most wins of any NFL franchise. You know, those are the two high points <laughs> for them at the end of the day. Um, yeah, I don't want to see the Giants or Washington in the playoffs. So unremarkable to watch. Yeah, yeah Giants boring. I still think the Giants will make it, personally. I hope not. Yeah, I, hope not I so. agree, but I think the the schedule and also where they are now, it's difficult to see them really screwing it up that badly. Mm. Not impossible, mm. but it looks hard for them to do that. You're probably right. Darbo, I think, is a nice is a coach that you could get behind. It's just if he was at any other team, you'd be more behind him. Like if you put Darbo at the Browns, that would kind of seem quite fitting you know dog pound and a real like boisterous guy i think in new york it just becomes a bit irritating and like divisional rival it's just not fun to watch him being so happy when they find so many victories so yeah i can't and they need to get saquon out of there and get him to a team that's watchable because then we can actually enjoy saquon barkley as opposed to him just being run into the ground for his whole nfl career having to make amends for daniel jones being not great Mm. Yeah. Have you got Hannah? Have you got a game that you want to see in the playoffs the most? Bills, Chiefs, or I have you know... a look that far ahead. I would. Well, you get to I... enjoy them now because you're not going to be yeah, exactly. No, I would. I think as I sit here right now, the two championship games I want to see are the Eagles, Cowboys. Can that happen? Yeah. 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 And the um, and the Bills, Chiefs. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because I kind of want I want Josh Allen to be able to get his revenge after last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, that feels like a guaranteed amazing two sets of games. Or the Bengals Bills. Bengals Bills is the one I'd really Bengals. like. Or the championship Bengals game. Bills. Bengals yeah. Because we haven't seen them yet, and we've fun. seen Chiefs against the Bills. We've seen the Bengals against the Chiefs, but then we mm. can have two that we haven't seen two yet, and it's like into strike. the unknown. That's true. Like, yeah. Yeah. Also, like the great I mean, kind of tigers taking down a buffalo would be really kind of cool. With like, if ESPN do it with all their crappy graphics and whatever, then that'd be really fun to watch. I think, but yeah, yeah, you really sold no, I, yeah. crappy graphics there, didn't you? <laughs> you know what I mean? They do like loads of over the top graphics and all that. Like, if the eagles are flying in, then there'll be like four eagle eggs that an eagle will fly over and it will pop open with like the four star players and stuff like that. They could do some fun stuff with like the Bengals hunting down the bills or something. They know. could, they could. No, yeah, they're, they're it's sort interesting. Of... What makes you smile? Isn't it? <laughs> because <laughs> it's nothing to do with the sport on that point so i can enjoy right. that bit just like can a little child do you like what? the lick and nickelodeon stream when they come <laughs> yeah, um, who doesn't that. oh, oh no. sorry that's so much fun come on the slime, the slime. <laughs> ollie you take everything far too seriously i think <laughs> you need to lighten up um, no i do enjoy nate burleson but yeah everyone he, does yeah yeah he's cool it's a shame he's not on good morning football anymore it is, but I feel like they found their rhythm. And also, he is on, I can't remember what morning show it actually is, on like proper morning TV CBS in the States now. Yeah. Good morning. When, I was, over, when I was over there in October, I had it on every morning. I was like, Nate! <laughs> <laughs> so great. Um, speaking of morning TV, I have to get up at 3.30 in the morning, so I'm going to have to love you and leave you. No, Wilkes, you appreciate the time, mate. And uh, yeah, sorry this turned turn into... My bedtime is in 19 minutes. <laughs> Sorry, this just turned into like wow. a rambled chat of all things NFL, but I really enjoyed it, mate. It was awesome. great fun. I could honestly talk to you guys for another hour or so, but um, 
I would you live to regret that yeah, choice. You'd regret it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. good luck with I'll the move. In the morning and see you like this. I shouldn't have been talking yeah, those yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, puffy eyes. Like, why did I do it? Um, but yeah, thanks for having me back on. This was really fun. I'll come back again soon, please. Always awesome. good, mate. We'll get you on Absolutely. the uh, on the playoffs of short. Uh, yes. Some point. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Cool. Enjoy. Cheers, Wilsey. We'll Take care, mate. Bye. Bye. Good luck with the move. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I like Hannah. She's good fun. Oh, it's great. Great chat. Very good. Very enjoyable. Right. Have you had a any... meeting at eight. Yeah, it's been cancelled, so it's fine. Oh, you got okay. any? Uh, you got any bets, gentlemen? Might see, have some. See. Might have some bets. You got a bet there. You got a bet there, Wilson. Yeah, you know, dabbling. You've been down at bookies. You ain't got it. Put some money on the old nags, have you? And then slip one into the American football on your way out. If I was putting on a nag in the NFL, that would imply that it's the Broncos, and nobody's doing that. I'm not putting any <laughs> any money on that old that old mule. That is a nag, yeah. Broncos country, let's dive. <laughs> also, it kind of looks a little thick, Russell Wilson. Well, he's had too many of his dangerous. Yeah, sandwiches. like he Thank just you. he looks a little the, more. They aren't dangerous at all. Because obviously, like a lot of QBs wear the flak jacket thing and stuff, but like his is when mm. he's not wearing it and not in the I game. I thought that when he's in I some adverts that. and when he's just wearing his. Well, Bronco I remember him top. looking like. I know that he is older now, but he's not. You know, he's only like early thirties. But like when he was at his best in Seattle, and they they had the Legion of Boom and stuff, he was kind of ripped then. Mm. It's like a muscly guy. He well, he was look... like small, but he was never like stocky now. small because it was like. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Just uh, something to watch. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> um, not right, I'll start off then. So, because mine is going to be the most boring. I'll just it's not it's not Ooh, a good one, know. Jazz. I'm sorry. I'm not. Right. I'm not. I've not got a big bold one either. This well, I, yeah, I I can't imagine it's going to be worse than this. But I have got the Lions winning, which I feel like is a is a bold way to start. So I'm happy with that. Except their favourite. Are they even favourites? Yeah. I thought they were like I thought they were minus, minus two point five. Jeez. Okay. All right. Well, not bold then, but I have uh, I've gone with the Lions because I want it to happen. I've got the Titans beating the Jags. I got the Eagles minus seven against the Giants. I've got the Jets plus nine and a half against the Bills because of that defense. I've got the Steelers to beat the Ravens, Jazz, and then I got the Bengals to beat the Browns, which has given me a hefty. 22 to 1. So not wow. setting the world on fire. But you but haven't gone we are. down away from 6 yet this season. I know, yeah, are you proud of me. I mean, uh, that's a stretch. I'm well, just... you guys you guys love me, right? Yeah, 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 that's good. Okay. So unfortunately, I've had to go more boring than you on this one day. Oh, gone, yeah, it's terrible. I've gone Steelers to beat the Ravens. I've taken yeah. the Vikings plus two and a half because I can see it getting pretty close in that game. And I can still see the Vikings probably winning that. I think the Chiefs minus nine mm. and a half because the Broncos can't score more than ten points. Yep. Jets plus nine and a half because that should be a tight game. Mm-hmm. I've taken alternate spreads on these two games. I've taken the Cowboys minus six and a half because I don't fancy minus sixteen for a spread. Oh yeah. The Texans. Oh. I've taken the Eagles minus two and a half against the Giants because again a divisional game can get quite close. Uh... And that got me twenty point nine four to one. Okay, very similar. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm an idiot. 
<laughs> okay, should we leave it there? So yeah, I'm no, a mis- finishing. I'm a, I'm a miserable idiot apparently. Uh, you bet against the Eagles again? Do you want to work? Do you want to no. work backwards and and no. tell us the odds first? And then... Okay, well I'm two two one. two hundred and fourteen to one. Oh, okay, there we go. Right. So, so obviously it's definitely going to happen. This. Yeah. Uh, I am taking the Eagles to beat the Giants. Yeah, boy. That's my only favourite. And then I'm taking the Bucks to beat the Niners. Taking the Jets to beat the Bills. I'm taking the Vikings to beat the Lions. The Jags to beat the Titans and the Ravens to beat the Steelers. So where are you being an idiot? Oh, okay. I thought that was going to be... We're out. underdog yeah, games. Where, where do you think you're being an idiot? Yeah, uh, I think I'm being an idiot hate? with the Jets. Yeah. Because I think the Bills will probably win that. I think I'm, crazy, I'm going bold with the Buccaneers because that Niners defense is still really good. So it basically comes down to can the Bucks stop a Niners run game or not which I'm not sure they really can. But if mm. Brady goes full psychopath, like we have seen on occasion, was it he went full psycho and then went to Germany and won against the Seahawks. So I'm kind of banking it on. He went full psycho again at the end of a game, so he's now going to get another victory mm-hmm. against a weakened Niners team that have Purdy in as their, their QB. I think the Ravens can upset the Steelers just because I'm Without not... Lamar Jackson, they're going to be dead ducks. Huntley's Huntley's a good backup. Well, and Huntley was in last year, and they didn't drop off. They didn't drop off that much with Huntley. Like there was a lot of positive things that came out from Huntley being there. Of oh, he's kind of like just a lesser version, but still more than adequate version of Lamar Jackson. So I'm not too or as down on that. I think the Jags could annoy the Titans. It depends which Jags turn up because the Jags last week were terrible, but then. The previous couple of weeks, everyone was singing and dancing about them and how like Trevor Lawrence is looking like he's making all the right throws at all the right time, even though JP Shadow That bet still... is going to be really close, Jazz, by the way. <laughs> it's like... Are they on four wins? They're on moment? four. And okay. was it six? Well, yeah. Five or less, Dave wins. I have to get to six to win. Yeah. Five weeks to win two games. Could They'll probably possible. do it. They'll probably do it. They'll probably do it. But yeah, Ollie, I quite like that. I'm gonna go and have a look at it when we finish it. To be honest, <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not hating it. But over two hundred to one, we've had much sillier bets for less odds. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah, I quite like it. Don't I think it's down it's, on yourself. It's I think five, it's five. Look, I'm down on everything at the moment. I don't know why. It's yeah, just... what's what's going on with you? I don't know. I hate the anxiety. I do. I'm not enjoying the anxiety of like trying to feel like I have to enjoy this. But there's no point enjoying the greatness now if they don't get to a Super Bowl or anything like that. Like, I kind of thought that, like, uh, you know, you're sporting a, a mustache this week, and I kind of thought that might be like a new, like, happy Ollie. No, but... it's actually more of a, you know, when Britney Spears went crazy and she shaved all and her hair. Had a mustache. Off. <laughs> okay. right. Yeah, it, shaved her hair. Off. It's more, it's more that of like something crazy needs to happen because I'm so pent up with like anxiety and stress and ah, and just yeah i had it last week jazz didn't notice when we went out for dinner i like it by the way yeah i, like I, I didn't notice it because yeah. the rest of it was all jazz you know, is jazz is not a fan i like I didn't it say i'm not a fan i like mustaches oh yeah it's yeah, it's the um what's his name cole the punter for uh for the raiders he sports a very similar mustache i noticed yeah. it's like, oh, strong look yeah. i like it yeah but yeah all right 
Can I just finish as well by saying that last week's games were great? Yeah. Like Yeah, I missed them all pretty much as well. I could I could watch Bengals to... Chiefs every single week. That was the game last year that changed my kind of NFL viewing of properly ditching on red zone and not wanting to watch it particularly for like six o'clock games. Was I put just Bengals Chiefs on and was like, no, this is two mm. good teams. Why would you want to watch red zone when two great teams play each other? You're right. It's just You're right. not as good. Well, I had England on as well, so I was watching it on one screen on Red Zone, um, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. And then I did watch some highlights. I watched the extended highlights of that Chiefs game because it was so good um, and a couple of others. So, yeah, it was like one of the best weeks of the year, I would have thought, mm. like quality-wise. Raiders-Chargers was good. Raiders yeah. kind of on an upturn again. Yeah, they're just too far behind. I feel sorry for them, though, because we were talking about like the Vikings without getting back into everything we're talking about the vikings winning close games like they've lost so many close games it's like they could easily flip their record and we would be the the difference is with the a... raiders is that they've thrown away so many yeah, games that they had that's if you're going shoot out shoot out shoot ravens kind of is thing, the same yeah then yeah, you kind of have right, more sympathy right, right. but if you're 17 points up and don't whole lead they're like the gamblers perfect dream i guess you yeah. put money on the raiders Better, they're gonna get you to win it doesn't matter yeah you're take good the, uh, take the team to come back at 17 <laughs> nil like 50 to one make all the money and then uh not this week but next week we've got saturday games coming back as well that was the other thing three games on the saturday oh december not... 17th oh that's fun yeah so we get uh a six o'clock a nine thirty. December seventeenth. Yeah, it's six like o'clock at night. Really, yeah. Just wondering. Minnesota against the Colts. Ugh. Baltimore against the Browns. Ugh. And Miami I against mean, Buffalo. Huh. Oh, that's a, the yeah. last game's worth watching yeah. for other ones. Blah. But the last game's gonna be on at one thirty. But it's a Saturday, oh, not a Sunday. So you could in theory if what, you want to. No, 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 no. Dave big... will be in bed for, uh, for four hours by then. Although Jazz fell asleep first on Thanksgiving, which I feel Someone like someone wasn't making drinks quick enough. You could do a mad one, yeah, couldn't you? You could do a mad one with Lewis. You could do like nine straight hours of guess the size and weight. There's not enough players. <laughs> Trust me, P me and PT did it for about three hours with just two teams. <laughs> it's definitely enough. It is fun, isn't it? But that's also with a randomizer of a dice, uh, one hundred dice. So you have to guess whether the number exists in your team first. And then you have to try and guess the player whose number it responds to. And then you guess the height and weight. Okay. Adds an extra element to it. We needed a drinking game. Um, yeah. There's not many great games this week. Miami against the Chargers is going to be big. Yeah. Minnesota against Detroit. Dolphins will probably blow them out. Do you really think you're so down yeah, on the Chargers? I, I yeah. think the Chargers just—I had so much hope from going into the year. Know, so most the AFC West teams have just all been so disappointing. They just look whack. The Chargers, I think, are more Chargers. of a letdown than anything else because the Chargers yeah, shouldn't, yeah. haven't been like radically changed that much. They've just added yeah. a couple of pieces to what well, should have been. The Broncos are the biggest letdown in that division. Nah, because the they... Broncos, you're bringing in a quarterback, which, like, look, it, Russell Wilson should be good. But you are still changing the biggest fundamental piece on an NFL field, so it either takes the rest time. Of the teams there, it's just that one position. Yeah, that one position. It's all they need. 
Is there, was there a thing about like Russell Wilson's QBR inside the 20 has gone from being like 93.7 to something like 7? Well, considering <laughs> they don't score more than 10 points a game, it doesn't shock me at all. Yeah. Well, they I, are. What was your prediction last week, Jazz? You only need to get 10 points to beat the Broncos. I said, if they're not going to score 10 <laughs> yeah. points, so you're yeah. fine. I was no, saying but... to you last week, Dave, if, in the, if the Broncos' offense had averaged 18 points a game, yeah. they'd be 10 and 3 or something. Jesus. Yeah. They... There's something like yeah. they're the worst scoring offense in the last like 30 years or something. Yeah, that I've seen. Which is this when is you think shit. about some of the pl- like teams that we've had come through, that is pretty scary. Yeah.